right, Stephen Key here, and I have a very special guest. Courtney's with me. And today we're in Calpatola. It's beautiful, the sun's out, and I'm gonna talk about the 10 steps that we teach at InventRight. Courtney's a coach, she teaches the 10 steps, she's used the 10 steps, and people ask me, in fact, Courtney just asked me, Steve, you're gonna give away the, the 10 steps? Why would you do that? Well, I do believe that everybody needs a little bit of help, and I also believe that you're gonna need some coaching. Maybe yes, maybe no. Regardless, I want you to get off that couch and I want you to take these 10 steps and I want you to do it. And then I want you to email me of your success or failures because what's important to me is that everybody embraces your creativity. Everyone out there, I wanna break down the barriers for everyone that if you have creativity, you can bring it to market. So stay tuned, I'm gonna do the 10 steps now okay here we go step number one study the marketplace why is that important study the marketplace you want to make sure before you go down that journey of trying to commercialize your invention through licensing because that's my specialty you want to study the marketplace first of all what is licensing very simple you're going to rent your idea to a company that's already in business, that already has the shelf space, and they're gonna bring your idea to market for you to all the heavy lifting. The one thing I love about licensing, the big benefits are speed to market. Who cares about competition? Speed to market when you sign up or you have those companies bring it to market for you, they already have the shelf space. It's the best protection you can have. But besides that, it lets creative people be creative. But hey, let's get back to step number one. Study the marketplace. This is a very important step. If you miss this one, you're really in big trouble. Step number one, study the marketplace. Do a Google image search to make sure your idea is actually new. There you go. And dig around, use different words. You have to see if your idea is new and novel. The second thing I want you to do, learn how to do a prior art search. Go to Google Patents or the USPTO, which is a little bit more difficult, but go to Google Patents and start playing around with words Learn how to search for prior patents to make sure your idea is new and novel. You have to be able to do that. Those are the two things. Because at the end of the day, you want to go forward. But you want to know if your idea is truly new and has a point of difference compared to prior patents and ideas that are currently on the market. So that's step number one. Step number two, let's get serious here. Step number two, you want to invent for the marketplace. What do you mean invent for the marketplace? Steve, I'm an inventor, I already have ideas. Okay, stop. I know a lot of you inventors out there, you come up with an idea that you really have, and then you try to, if you're going to license it, you try to fit it in someone's product line. That's a great thing to do, but sometimes you have to wait for wait for you to see a problem or wait for inspiration to hit. It's too hard. Do this. When you invent for the marketplace, you're really looking at the marketplace and you're studying a company's product line and realizing they're gonna come up with a new idea, something new and novel they have to each and every year. If they don't keep inventing, they don't keep innovating, they're going to die. So take advantage of that and look at their, look at their product line, read their mission statement, look at what they're doing and try to come up with an idea 
That's a small improvement on one of their existing ideas. That's the easiest way to do it. That's the way I've done it. That's the way Courtney's doing it. That's the way you need to do it. So that's step number two, invent for the marketplace. Don't try to see some problem where you're gonna come up with some solution and try to force it in someone's product line. This is the easiest way to do it. Step number two. fantastic day at the beach the sun is out it's winter time but look i bet it's 65 degrees today oh courtney we're going to talk about step number three evaluating your ideas because sometimes people come up with a lot of ideas and, and how do you pick which one to, to work on first and i don't have a perfect answer for that i'm going to try to do the best job i can does anybody truly know no but this is what i do I make sure, step number one, I have an idea that is new, very important. I also want to find, uh, to make sure I have an idea that has a large market, not some, something that has a very small market. It needs to be a big market that people are really going to want it. I try to come up with an idea that I actually can guess what it's going to cost the manufacturer. Now, sometimes you can look at a product and compare it and go, look, if they can make this, they can make that. You know, or sometimes you might even ask somebody, a contract man, uh, contract manufacturer, to get a quote. Make sure they sign an NDA with work for hire language. But regardless, knowing the cost can be really important because if my product idea is going to be too expensive and doesn't fit a certain price range of similar ideas, it's not going to work. So I want to make sure my product is new, novel, hasn't been done before. Number two, it has a point of difference. Okay. Number three, has a large market. I also talk about cost. I want to make sure it can actually be produced at a cost people want it. And also want to make sure it's something I'm passionate about. I want to make sure it's something I really like because it's going to take a little bit of pushing that idea up a hill, but that's what I do. I trust my guts, I trust my instincts, and I go for it because these steps that I'm talking about doesn't take a lot of money or a lot of time because you're always gonna be selling the benefit first. But that's what I do with step number three to evaluate my ideas. Also, if it's an industry where they don't like us inventors, <laughs> that's a red flag. If it's software, forget it. If it's, uh, I don't know, if, you know, I'm trying to think of what companies you try to avoid. In fact, I would never tell their names anywhere, even on a video. But my point is, Make sure whatever industry you're going for, if it's toys or kitchen or DRTV, if it's pet, if it's fitness, find that industry that loves us. That's step number three, evaluate your ideas. Okay, step number four, I don't remember. Courtney, what is it? Prototyping. All right, thank you very much. Step number four. How many people like to build prototypes? Raise your hand. Okay, okay, all right. Okay, stop doing that. The problem is if you built a prototype for every idea that you have, you're gonna go broke and you're gonna love it. You're gonna polish it, probably put it by your bedstand, but that's not the thing to do. What I tell everybody, look, if you can build a prototype that doesn't cost a lot of money, build it. You'll learn everything from it and you will love it. But if it's gonna cost you a lot of money, think twice. I would, what I'd rather you do is have someone create a 3D computer generated rendering. Take that ugly sketch on a napkin and make it come to life where it looks fantastic. That's what I would do. 
put that together with the sell sheet, put that together with the one line benefit statement. We're going to get to that in just a minute. Put that together and sell the benefit of your idea first. That's what I would do. So sometimes you don't need the prototype. People are always poking me in the eyes about prototypes. Now, let me explain something. It's not if you need a prototype, it's when you need a prototype. And I know who's listening to this and I know who you are. That's the difference. Because if you build a prototype for every idea, it doesn't make sense. So be frugal, be smart, and create that 3D computer generated model, which is gonna cost you very little money, then test the waters. And if you get interest, then if they ask for proof of concept, build the prototype. All right, number five, step number five. It's all about the marketing material. I believe your most important tools you're gonna to need if you're an inventor is your marketing material. So first of all, we talked about briefly, but I'm gonna do a deep dive. The one sentence benefits statement, it's your value proposition. Why do people even care about your product? If you don't get this right, forget it. One sentence, make it juicy, make it emotional, and really talk about the benefit big picture what you're doing. Now, a lot of people get confused about features and benefits. All the features of a product add up to the big benefit of why do I care? That's what you have to focus on. And once you come up with your one-line sentence, one-line benefit statement, practice it a little bit, test it on maybe your spouse, girlfriend, boyfriend, and see if they get it. That's the first thing. The second thing is your marketing material. It's your sell sheet. It's a one-page advertisement that's going to show basically your product. Now, it's really simple. this is really simple, but everybody confuses it. It's a one-page advertisement. The biggest element on that page is your product shot. It's called your beauty shot. Above it, big type will be your one-sentence benefit statement. Then down below, maybe four bullet points of features. Maybe it's a soft handle. Maybe you carry it anywhere. Maybe it's easy to use. I don't care what it is. But those are your features. And down below is going to be your contact information. That is the most important tool you're going to need to license an idea. But it gets better. All right, the one-minute video is really the greatest tool ever. This one-minute video, if you've seen these videos on late-night TV, you've seen the cheesy ones, right? That's the format I want you to study. It's for one minute only. Don't go two minutes, not a minute and a half, one minute. Show me a problem for 15 seconds. Show me the solution for 45. At the very beginning, make it black and white. I don't care. Make it kind of like someone struggling. And then for the last 45 seconds, it's rainbow. There's music. Everything is great because your product has solved a problem people have. That's a great tool. It's called a one-minute video. Those two things, your sell sheet, your video, those are the things you need to show to a potential licensee, a company looking for ideas, and see if there's interest. That's what you need because you're selling the benefit of your idea. Let's talk about step number seven, protection. I know there's a lot of inventors out there that you're just kind of afraid that if you show your product idea to a company, they're gonna steal it. Well, I'm here to tell you the best protection you can possibly have is to reach out to those companies, like I mentioned before, that wanna work with us, that are looking at open innovation. It's a great way to find those wonderful ideas 
for them to be more competitive. So find those companies. But let's talk about patents for just a minute because I know a lot of inventors think for some reason you have to have a patent to license an idea. That's not true at all. Most of the ideas, I would say 95% of every idea we see that gets licensed, that invent right, there's no patent and there never will be. Now, that seems a little odd because most people are selling fear that you have to have a patent. What you do need to have is a well-written provisional patent application. It's called a PPA. That allows you or your potential licensee the option that if intellectual property is important, they, they can file a non-provisional patent application. But you don't need a patent. Like I said, most, I would say 90, 99% at least of all the ideas we see get licensed, there's never a patent. And the reason why is that most ideas have a very short lifespan, maybe 18 months, maybe two years, maybe a little bit longer. So who cares about a patent? It probably won't even be issued by the time your product is done in the marketplace. Also, copycats, infringers, they're gonna pop up everywhere and it's like whack-a-mole. How do you stop all these guys? Well, the way you stop them is having a good product. It's having great customer service. It's about being first. It's about all those things. It's not about having a patent. So don't worry about that. Learn how to file a provisional patent application. It's easy to do. It gives you patent pending status for one year where you can shop your idea to companies and see if they're interested in it. It's a great tool, learn how to use it. There's other tools at the USPTO, such as copyrights, trademarks, those can also help you if your product eventually is gonna be sold online. Because if you have those two tools, people, you can force a company to take it down very, very quickly. So it's almost better than having a patent. So anyway, protection, First thing I said, find companies that wanna work with us, understand all the tools at the USPTO, and don't worry about the darn patents. <laughs> hey, I'm getting pretty tired, how about you guys? All right, here we go. I'm giving all the 10 steps, I'm giving all my secrets away, I'm giving everything away from you, to you guys so you get off that couch. All right, step number eight reaching out to companies, finding those companies that want to work with us. Now, in, back in the old days, I would just call them up and ask, get the operator and say, hey, I'm an inventor, I've got a great idea, I'd like to submit it to your company. And they would actually sometimes get me to the right person there, that's someone in marketing. But today, you don't have to bother calling anybody. Just talk to ben Benjamin Harrison, he'll tell you that, just use Ah, LinkedIn. LinkedIn is the easiest way to get a hold of companies today. In fact, because of COVID, no one's even in the office to pick up the phone. So use LinkedIn, put your profile together so it looks professional. Don't look like that crazy inventor. Don't put your product up there in your profile picture. Don't do that. Have a nice picture so you look like someone they actually want to talk to. All right, so once you set that up on LinkedIn, do a little bit of homework, check out those companies and make sure that they do want to work with us, that they are inventor friendly. And then I'm going to give you a couple scripts of how you can reach out to those companies using LinkedIn. Number one, here you go. Hi, my name is Stephen Key. I'm a product developer and I would like to speak to someone at your company about open innovation, submitting an idea to you. Could it be you or somebody else? Something like that. Okay. 
be nice. I could also say, hey, I'm Stephen Keene. Guess what? I've got this great label innovation that's going to provide more space for important information. Are you open to open innovation? Do you work with outside inventors? I slipped in a little bit of my idea. You can do that too. Do not put a link to your webpage. Do not put a link to your sell sheet. Do not tell them you have a million dollar idea. Do not tell them that you have an idea that's gonna change the industry. Don't do that. Start out slow, build a relationship, ask them about their process, but what you're really trying to do is finding that right person that can connect you with the right department. That's all it is. You're looking, you're asking for permission. There, I said it. If you want more information on how to do this, make sure to pick up this book. Jim's gonna put it on the screen now. Licensing Ideas Using LinkedIn. It has all the straight, has all the new tips, the strategies. It has, I don't know, probably 12 scripts. That alone is the price of the book. Just get the darn thing, you'll love it. If you have any questions, you can always put the questions down below. So, reaching out to companies, it's nerve wracking and you're gonna be a little nervous. But guess what, you're gonna love it too because when someone answers back, you're in the game. You're gonna be so surprised that they actually answered back. So take a deep breath, educate yourself, watch all these videos. And when someone answers back, please do a little bit of homework, understand the words of licensing, be reasonable, be that person that they wanna bring into their company, be that person which you become an asset. But please do not waste their time. So make sure your product is a good fit for them. The one thing I hear from all these companies about people like us, they're getting ideas that, that make no sense at all. So don't be one of those, those um, high maintenance inventors that, is, that are not doing a good job. Do your homework. Oh, I'm tired. Next step is coming up now. Okay, you did everything right. You step number one, you study the marketplace. You make sure you have a new and novel idea. Uh, maybe you even invented for the marketplace, step number two. Number three, you evaluated your idea. You've got a smart idea. It's a good fit for a company. It has a huge market. You know how to manufacture it. You're pretty darn excited. You went ahead, you put together some great marketing material. You understand the one-line benefit statement, a sell sheet, the video, you did that too. You went ahead and protected that idea with the PPA. Oh, you're feeling pretty darn good. You reached out to those companies now on LinkedIn, and guess what? They wanna do a deal. Oh, gee, what do you do now? You better call me. No, this is what I want you to do. Realize you're gonna need help. You cannot do this by yourself. If you do this by yourself, you're gonna regret it. So find someone like me or find somebody else. Go to your local inventors group. I don't care where you go, but find someone that's done this not once, not twice, not three times, but it's done it many, many times that can guide you on the business terms. Then once you figure out the business terms, before you sign any contract, make sure it's not in your name, it's gotta be in some type of business entity, but also make sure a licensing attorney, not a patent attorney, a licensing attorney has looked at that contract and went through all the details and you understand it correctly before you sign any of them. Now realize, these contracts could be one inch thick, they could be three inches thick. You're never gonna be able to do this by yourself. I don't care if you've done this for a couple years, it takes a lot of time. So find an expert to help you. And if you need us, you can find us. Okay, Courtney, what step are we on? Step 10. 
the last one and I'm so happy. Okay. Okay, step number 10. I tell everybody, take one through nine and do it again and again and again and again and again. Do it as many times as you can because it's a numbers game. But also realize that once you license an idea, it's never done. So I want to tell everybody, come up with line extensions, build that relationship with that company. Don't stop. Help them sell more product. Go on social media, build a, a fan base that supports you and your invention. So it's never really truly over. Also, step number 10, stay in the game, build the relationships, help them sell more product. Those are the things you have to do. And realize sometimes those licensing agreements fall apart. So if your licensing agreement breaches, falls apart, be kind to the company. Try to work with them, try to be a friend, try to find out why they breached and give them another chance. You can always walk away those documents are living documents and things do change. So this is Stephen Key here. I'm in my town of Capitola where I first started. And behind me is the very first store that took my product at a retail store. It's called Rainbow Zen. And I'm so proud to be back around after all these years and visit. Hopefully the person that said yes is inside the store, but we're gonna find out in just a minute. So thank you for watching these videos one through 10. And I have Courtney here. She watched me and kind of guided me. She had to tell me which, which steps they were. I forgot a little bit. But anyway, you guys can do it. Believe in yourself. And once again, there you go. Step one through 10 of how to license ideas. Follow it, you'll love it.